It's not a tumor. I'll be back. This is a chopper! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another special episode of Blah Blah Podcast. The only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. I am Jason Green. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And this is round two of our Arnold Mayhem tournament. I am Jason Green. And with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. Hello. Would you like me to speak that backwards? Hello. Yes. <laughs> My arms bend back. <laughs> also with us is Mr. Backward Speaking Man, Evan Moore. Oh, Doodle Bob. <laughs> And also with us, what was that? Also with us is Dan Katz. Is yet? And rounding out this crew is the big dog himself, Mike DMX Dowling. I'm do fromage. You realize one of these weeks we have to all speak backwards and not tell Jason beforehand. <laughs> or you, be, yeah, that's a good that idea. Be That'll be the next April Fool's episode. <laughs> well, now you know. How would it be the April Fool's episode? You're right. Shut up. Shut up, Evan. That's no, really we'll Chris. This, we'll do it to we Chris. We got a long time to go for an April Fool's episode. So. Well, we can just make up another fool day and just don't let me know. <laughs> you know, make up another person. Well, which days? That, a, which ones annoy Evan Day? Oh, isn't that every May day? Twenty-fifth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Blah Blah Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and like I said, this is the second episode of the Arnold Mayhem Bracketed-style tournament where we we discuss and debate who is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger-played movie character. And before we start, I just want to pump the brakes real quick and say that we at Blah Blah are, are very saddened, and our hearts and thoughts and prayers and best wishes go out to everybody who's affected by that terrible, terrible tragedy it happened in Manchester at the Ariana Grande concert. It's really something horrible. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, best wishes to everyone who was affected by that. Yeah. And, Evan, you had something to say, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, while we're talking about uh, sad news, uh, Roger Moore, the third official, quote-unquote, actor to play James Bond, passed away at the age of 89. Uh, he had a brief battle with cancer, uh, and you know what? For for a while, it was a little surprising to me that all the Bonds, the Eon Bonds, were still alive. And I, I, I had always kind of expected it would be uh, Roger Moore, Sean Connery, to, to pass away. Uh, but I did want to take a time to talk about Roger Moore, specifically as James Bond. He gets a lot of flack nowadays. Uh, people kind of look back at that era of James Bond as like some sort of weird, goofy parody of itself. The the thing that led to Austin Powers. Uh, but I, I kind of wanted to speak more to that. Uh, I, I disagree in a lot of respects. I think that Roger Moore, um, not only did he, you know, take Bond from one character to another, but he kind of held that mantle for a very long time. I think it was something like 12 years uh, I believe he was in seven Bond films. He, he's kind of, for, for a lot of people growing up uh, a little bit older than us, you know, maybe in their 40s or 50s, that was James Bond to them. And uh, he's he's a hero of the big screen. And he was also a hero of the small screen. Uh, the Saint was a highly popular 
television show in Britain. And I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, you know, he was an older man. We're going to see a lot of great actors pass, but you know, it's, it's never hard to, it's never easy to see one of your favorites go. I'm, I'm a big bond fan. I like Roger Moore's work a lot. I think he was an extremely talented actor, very funny guy. There's all these stories that pop up about him, about how kind he was to fans. And he would always kind of play along. He was always very cheeky, always very happy. Uh, so it, we just lost a good actor and and a good person, and I just yeah. wanted to take a moment to, to talk about that. Evan, I'm I'm curious because I'm not. I mean, other than his Bond work, what was what else has he done in his career? Um, he's done he's done a couple of. Uh oh, Evan. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think he actually couldn't figure out anything else Roger Moore did. Left. Left. <laughs> Twin Peaks got him. Uh, I believe he was on a talking. show called The Saint. Well, he, he I believe said my, that. I believe my grandma was telling me about. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, and that's actually a famous car. He was driving like a really cool looking old Volvo on that, which is uh, one of the iconic cars of TV from that time period. Yeah. Uh, well, while we're waiting for Evan, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so just wanted to say rest in peace, Roger Moore, and best wishes and our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody affected in that Manchester attack. Hello. Hey, there you are. What happened? Where did I cut off? I don't know. You cut, uh... As soon as you started the answer about Roger Moore doing anything other than James Bond, so we just assumed that he didn't do anything else and he had to leave. Oh, no. He, was... <laughs> no because I started talking about the fact done a couple of westerns and that he's done a couple of uh, smaller television roles in britain and then you guys all started laughing and said well i guess he doesn't know anything so anyway and i'm like wait <laughs> hold on a second yeah, you got cut off it took me a while to realize i hit the mute button oh <laughs> that's what happened <laughs> all right um <laughs> sorry anyway well, roger moore uh, we'll miss you sorry we'll about that you. He was a workhorse of the bond series i mean you got, you he got really was the workhorse of the bond he kept series. it going he held, I mean, he, it would have died had it not been led by Roger Moore. Yeah. yeah. Great. And you know what? Spy Who Loved Me, spe- specifically, I have a, an original 77 poster of Spy Who Loved Me. It's actually one of like my top four or five favorite Bond films. Uh, for anyone who's going to say or dismiss Roger Moore's Bond and be like, ah, fuck him, you know, it's whatever. That was the goofy period. Go check out Spy Who Loved Me. That's a great Bond film. It's a great film. And uh, and he's just a blast. And if you really want to kind of see Roger Moore at his best, that's the one to check out. I, I saw a great uh, meme. I guess it, it was it was a meme and a GIF at the same time online on Twitter of uh, the scene from um, what's what's the movie? It's uh, what's the one with the voodoo priest people? Live and let die. Live and let die. Yeah, yeah. And in the that was his first one, right? Yeah. 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 The 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 big bad dude is like rising out of the grave, and then you just see Roger Moore shoot him in the head, and then just he explodes. Woo-hoo. And the caption <laughs> was uh, Roger Moore gave no shits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He's dude, always going to be special to me for being uh, in View to a Kill because you know you have Walken as your villain. Doesn't matter yeah, if the a, script's good or not. View to a Kill is uh, one hell of a movie there, Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to remember Roger Moore fondly, please don't watch View to a Kill. <laughs> Check out For Your Eyes Only instead, uh, but definitely not View to a Kill or watch Live and Let Die. Watch it for Walken. You don't watch that one for Bond. Well, that's, that's like you watch Man with the Golden Grace Gun Jones. for... Uh, you, yeah, you, well, Grace Jones is great in that movie. But you watch yeah. uh, Man with the Golden Gun because, uh, because Christopher Lee's in it, not because it's a good Bond film. Yeah. Woo. Anyway, Roger Moore will miss you. You were, you were, uh, you're an icon. Yep. Rest in peace, Roger Moore. 
Thoughts and prayers out to Manchester. And Sean, take it away as we begin round two of this Arnold Schwarzenegger-themed tournament. All right. Well, uh, do we want to go over the rules again real quick before, just in case someone is uh, hearing this for sure. the first time? Uh, yeah, who would that be? Uh, yourself. Well, you did the March one. <laughs> Bet you um, his computer broke. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, the way this works is it is a bracketed tournament. We did the first round last week. And the way we decide each matchup is through a number, three different categories um, between um, acting performance, one-liners, and putting the two characters into a head-to-head fight between each other. And basically, that's what we're going to use to uh, go through the, go down these matchups. And let's start with our first one, which is, uh, all, by the way, if you want to follow through um, with us, just uh, we are starting from left to right, going from top to bottom on each side. So yes, you can find our um, bracket on Twitter at blah blah pod one. Sean posted it before yes. with the updated results. Yes. All right. Uh, let's start with our first matchup. We have the T eight hundred, which is the number one seed, uh, which is from Terminator one, two, and Genesis. Uh, Twenty four confirmed kills, and I think this week I'm not going to read the characteristics because we three. all know these people. One, two, are. three, and Genesis. No. No, we'll get to three later. Nope. That is not a T-800. Evan, if you were here last week, you would know. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Wait, wait. You're going to have to recap that one. What three do you mean that wasn't a T-800? It's a T-850. Different model. Who the fuck knows that? What are you, <laughs> what are you kidding me? He says are it in the serious? movie, Evan. Is that real? That he's an yeah, updated yeah. model from the one that's yes. in the first two? What's the difference? Uh, uh, different power oh, cell. I'm, or... I'm a little fatter. <laughs> yeah, no, he has a different power cell. He's more durable. They, were, they removed <laughs> the headphone jack. Quicker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, I, so- wow. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize that. And now it's just like that's an excuse because he was an old fuck at that point. Yes. Yeah. So that was like, oh, he's a different model. That's why he looks kind of different. Like, fuck <laughs> off. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Come on, T eight hundred. That one lost on right. N- the which one? The T eight hundred. No, no, that's that's what we're fighting for right now. The T eight hundred. He's the uh, wait, no- it, Evan. Do you have the bracket on hand? Oh is, no, I don't. Oh, is the T is the T eight hundred? Terminators are still in the tournament. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna right. text you the bracket right now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best of ideas. <laughs> all right, uh, hold on. I'm going on Twitter. I'll look uh-huh. it up on Twitter. <laughs> all right. So Sorry, anyway, I didn't. Done. We have uh, the T eight hundred, which is number one C twenty four confirmed kills, and he's facing off against. Julius Benedict, which is his character from the movie Twins, number nine seed. Uh, Wait, no, he's not fighting the T850 now. What are you talking about? Oh my he god! Never said that he was. What they are you talking? Stop playing the bracket. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find the bracket. Give me a fucking second. I just second. texted it to you. I don't. <laughs> I don't check my phone anymore. It's, it's the T800 facing off against Julius uh, from Twins. Oh. <laughs> All Take right. it away, All Sean. right, can we continue? Come on. <laughs> we can try. <laughs> All right. Uh, Julius, num- number nine seed, zero confirmed kills. He is the fraternal twin of Vincent Benedict, which is Danny DeVito in the movie. Yeah, gonna bang who is. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's start this one off. Um, I don't know how you can vote for Julius in this one. Um, even though Julius is a... Uh, he's a test tube baby and he's pretty much almost like the perfect specimen. Uh, it's very hard for him to combat against a robot. 
Um, is that really how that movie goes? He's a test tube baby. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and there's, I never saw twins. Yeah, there's multiple ones. He's 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 the one that is. Uh, I guess he 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 turned out the best of all the the test tube babies. He's like the most perfect physically, but mentally he's a little bit like younger. Like he's also super smart, but he doesn't have like the world weariness that his brother Danny DeVito has in the movie. So. I think that's kind mm. of well, he's, well. Danny DeVito is also a criminal in the movie. Yeah, but spoilers. Danny DeVito is a criminal. <laughs> you just like look at him; he's a little mob boss. Okay, so our three criteria are what: acting, one-liners, and hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I think we already know what hand-to-hands go into. Yes. Um, one-liners. What do you guys oh, think? Oh, definitely T eight hundred. He's got the Oscar uh, Vista baby. Scott, I'll, I'll be, be back. back. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I know now why you cry. Uh, <laughs> John, I will, go. I will it's say, okay. I, I, I will say I think I might give acting to Julius because it actually has some range. <laughs> it, it depends because I don't know, Terminator Two. Even though, yeah, dude. Uh, that, I was gonna, that, I was gonna say the that part. Director's cut of that movie, like, has yeah. some really good stuff. Even though he's playing a robot, like, yeah. I mean, I he, he was he was very good at. Basically showing no emotion and then showing the tiniest amount of emotion, which I guess yeah. is sort of a talent as well. And like being able to dial it down. But um, yeah, yeah, I never thought no of real, it that way. There was there was no rate like he was acting robotic, which, you know, it's sort of like how good of an actor is anyone that plays Michael Myers. Hmm. Oh, hold you on. Know? Hold on. There's significant differences between the different people who played Michael Myers. I can tell you the guy in H2O is disgustingly horrible as Michael Myers. Disgustingly horrible? <laughs> Just Watch because the again. mask is horrible. That mask yeah. is so bad in that movie. Okay, All right, so let's, uh, let's go around yeah. and pick uh, who we're going to pick for this little bracket here. I am going with the T-800. John? Yeah, I think we're all going to be on the T-800, although I will echo uh, Mike and I... I I think I would give acting performance to Julius, but the other two categories definitely the T eight hundred. That does sound about right. I mean, depending dun, on which dun, dun, we're talking about, you know, twins definitely has a better performance. But if you're gonna give it to Julius, then wrong. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna disagree with everybody here. And but you no, haven't I, seen I'm the movie. <laughs> I'm going with the no. I I know I've seen clips and shit, but you know I'm going with the T800 obviously. But I will say this in terms of acting: whenever Arnold tries to act like real and tries to be like you know serious or funny or whatever it is, that's normally where he pales. Uh, so I am going to actually give his acting chops to the T800 because that is a good restrained performance. Hmm. And I I just okay. think I would I would rather take him playing to his strengths than him going beyond his capacity. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give that to the T-800 right. there. So all three categories, T-800. That's a clean, and then, of clean course, sweep. this category has a T-800 from, from Genesis, where his great one-liner was, stuck in traffic. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm giving it to Julius. <laughs> that great line. Uh, Did anybody else bang my whole wife? <laughs> oh, Danny right. DeVito? Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. I'm Arnold. Let's uh, let's move to the next matchup. Uh, we have number five seed Jack Slater, which is his character from The Last Action Hero. Uh, 23 confirmed kills for him. And he's facing off against Emil Rottmeier, uh, which is his character from the movie Escape Plan, number 13 seed. Uh-huh. 
Uh, 20 confirmed kills for him. So who would like to start us off here? Oh, my God. This is tough. I feel like they're kind of the same, but and not in the same well, way. I don't hey, know. Here, here's, the, here's the problem with this fight is are we considering Jack Slater as like is when he gets pulled out of the movie or oh, when he's yeah. in the movie? Because that, 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 that kind of uh, real world. that changes things. Well, I that kind of seals the deal for me with Rottmeyer then. I think it's just a matter of personal preference. preference. Like if you I don't know if if you want to use him in in the movie as part of your argument. I guess you could. Um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Acting goes to Rottmeyer, one liners goes to Slater, and then hand hand yeah. comes down to what you think. It all depends on what world they're in. Well, see, the nightmare dimension with Freddy or no? To me, because I haven't seen Escape Plan, um, I have to give acting to Jack Slater. So, if he's also winning one-liners, which he would, I have to vote for Jack Slater for this, regardless of the the head-to-head. Well, I'm just gonna jump ahead here, just because I love Last Action Hero, even though it's a very flawed movie. So I. All about seeing Jack Slater go ahead in this tournament, even though Escape Plan is literally worth watching just because Arnold gives the best performance. Yeah, but entire- again, it's not about the movie, it's but, about him. Yeah. But I think Jack Slater, <laughs> just being an action hero trope as a character, is going to go over an old. And you, you know, know what? You know, here's the thing, though, Dan, is that's what I was talking about with his performance before. It's like, Technically, probably his performance in Escape Plan was was better, but you know him playing to his strengths of "I'm going to be a cheesy action hero" trope. It, that's a better performance to me. So I will also give to um, Last Action Hero Slater. Wow! All right, so we already have two Slaters. So I guess uh, what do you uh, what does everyone else think? I did not know. Oh, you can go, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm, Thank I, I, ladies you haven't seen Thank Escape you. Plan, to ha- have you? No, <laughs> I have seen it. <laughs> it wasn't very good. You didn't like Escape Plan? <sighs> you, you can leave now. I paid for it, though. Like, I paid oh, no, for it. So, so did I. I saw it in really? theaters. Yeah. I didn't like your next either, so. Oh, oh fuck you. That was <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out. Yeah, leave. Okay, so uh, I didn't know who the hell to pick at all going into this bracket, but um, judging by the points you guys said, I'm leaning towards Slater, so that's who I'm going to pick. But Christian Slater, to be specific. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I guess technically well, that means... I think it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Jason, I think Rottmeyer is going to draw you a map. <laughs> Fuck. This is going to be a big ass. Mike, would, would, <laughs> would you have picked Slater, or would you want Rottmeyer? I, I think I would have, uh, like... But grudgingly went with Slater. Okay. All right. Well, then I guess it doesn't matter that you guys got yeah. boxed out. All right. Well, that means that Slater is moving on to the next round. Acres. Um, what's that? He has a couple of acres. Oh, <laughs> you want to be a farmer? Um. All right. So anyway, let's move on to the next matchup. Then we have number six seed John the Eraser Kruger from the movie Eraser. Uh, forty-three confirmed kills. And he's facing off against number three seed Conan the Barbarian from the Conan movies. Uh, for, wow, uh, that was a really good argument. I'm, I'm so happy to see Conan move on so quickly. <laughs> 40, <laughs> 45 confirmed kills. 
<laughs> you know what? Great. Moving on to no. the next one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to make an argument for John Kruger. Because, Get the fuck out of here. Because, first of all, he definitely wins in one-liners, as we mentioned in the last episode. He has one of the best one-liners that you'll find. And that, in case you're not aware, Evan, is when uh, he's being attacked by a giant alligator. He finds his gun, shoots him, and goes, your luggage. <laughs> Listen, Sean, that is not a great one-liner. It sure, it's like terrible. It sure like, is. What are you talking about? Well, it's a terrible well, one-liner. Like, in all categories. We can't even have this argument. What do you mean in all categories? First, okay, hold all on. Ca- Conan wins. John Kruger has a freaking rail Conan gun. Wins, right? Kruger, done. Has, done. Kruger has sci-fi technology. He has guns from the fuck. future. He Sean, can't I have his gun attempt, but Kruger's not winning. <laughs> You're not even given a chance. <laughs> why do I have You're right. to? Tell me, tell me why Conan would beat him. Sean, it's uh, Conan. We, do I really have to say you're not you're not even basing this off of the rules of the tournament. You're just saying Conan. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Take a step back. Let's 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 formulate over why or who wins, I should say. Uh so Sean, you go first. I already went. I said Kruger liners. What about what about uh fighting? How would Kruger win? He has scientific technology. He would shoot him with his giant space gun. <laughs> And then that would be the end of Conan. All Conan has are, are is a sword, knives, and a horse. That's all he has. Yeah, he's a great fighter, but guess what? Even, you know, look at the movie Cowboys versus Aliens. Like, they're pr- primitive technology. I know, I'm citing a terrible movie. <laughs> Why would you cite Yeah, but didn't Cow- the Cowboys win? In the end, they won, but they got their they asses that. kicked for, like, th- for most of the movie. Um, so I think Kruger would win in a fight because he has the technology. He, I think, uh, give me a one-liner from Conan. I mean, come on. Other than, ah! no, that's not a come one-liner. On. So grant me one request. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen, then to hell with you. Yeah. yeah. I'll cool. take, I'll take Very my well luggage. Done. And uh, <laughs> as far as performance goes, I'll be honest with you. Neither Conan performance is all that good to me. I'm not saying that Eraser is a good movie or anything, but at least Arnold is, you know, convincing as a U.S. Marshal as opposed to. You know, just poorly reading dialogue. I don't know, but uh, Conan's definitely like the movie people would remember him over over Racerhead. Then this isn't, but that's the thing. This isn't a, an argument about the movie. This, this is an argument about the character. Did you say Racerhead or whatever? <laughs> Racerhead. <laughs> that would be an interesting not. movie. A little, little different. <laughs> Eraser, Eraserhead. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I still don't. Man, I don't know who the fuck. Someone help me out here. Throw me a bone, Mike. What do you what do you want? I think I stated my uh, argument from the beginning. <laughs> I, I do agree with Sean in the fact that in, in a hand to hand fight, like it, it's hard to, to say that Conan could win when all he has is a sword. Mm-hmm. But I definitely like the character of Conan far more than I can ever remember the character of Kruger from Eraser. I think I've seen that movie one time and I never want to see it uh-huh. ever again. So we're not going off of the movies. But here's the other thing is we're going to keep running into this argument because Conan is the only one left on this list that has any kind of primitive technology. Correct. Right. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me check. Uh, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually he's going to get beat out because of that in the hand to hand. That's a good point. 
And also, let's not, I mean, in my opinion, I think his performance as Conan isn't all that great. I know people like the movie, or at least the first one. I don't think he's all that good in the movies. Well, we're not judging it by the movie. I mean, he's no, me. he was the, the, acting. That's the, the acting. acting performance. Yeah. Uh, I, I th- yeah, I'm going to lean towards Kruger. I'll go with that. I say Conan. Uh, you know, I'll say this. Sean, you made some good points. Uh, and I want to agree with you. I really do. I really want to agree with you. But, uh, something in my brain is telling me that, that this is a horrible mistake if I pick Kruger. So, I I mean, like, something's like, this is going to be the worst decision you're going to make. No. Really? You made a lot of good decisions then. (laughs) So... So I'm going to say this. What's your vote? Acting performance wise, I will give to Eraser. Head. One liners. I I want to say is a draw because I truly don't remember one liners from either of them. And I was going to say that actually until you mentioned the crocodile line, which is awful. So I'm going to give it to Conan. It's an alligator. Uh, and then hand to hand fight. I got to give it to Conan. So Ugh. I will say this. You made good points. I am inclined. To, I am inclined to agree with you, but ultimately, I will disagree. All right. Well, that it comes to Dan. Actually, then. I just have I just have one question. When we say hand to hand fight, did we ever at any point in any of these tournaments say that they have to use weapons, or is it actual hand to hand? They fight? can use weapons. Jason used a machete the entire tournament. Nor did he. All right. I, just want to make sure. I think you should probably just keep it as not hand to hand fight, but cage match because that lets them use whatever technology they had at their disposal. Yeah, I guess like, the term okay. is, yeah. It's head to head. So they're just using their heads, right? <laughs> yes. So, okay, which case, so I would definitely on, give it to Conan. On, <laughs> depending on where I vote, that means this is going to tiebreaker. Yeah, you're the tiebreaker. And I have a feeling I know what the tiebreaker decision is going to be just because I. I know Eric, so I don't know if it really matters who I vote for. Well, no, but... it, it totally matters because we're split two to two right now. Yeah. Well, because what I'm saying is if I go for Kruger, it's going to go to a tiebreaker, right? Or I'm the tiebreaker. No, you are the tiebreaker. You are the tiebreaker. Oh, shit. Man. All that pressure. This, this is rough. Should have waited to let Jason do it. <laughs> I know. Ugh. I'm gonna have to give it to Conan, oh. even though even though he's not gonna go very far, considering who he's probably gonna end up against next week. Wow! <laughs> but uh, I that coming. yeah, I I just a racer to me performance is not memorable. I don't remember the one-liners from it. I remember plenty from Conan. I like him as Conan, and I mean he killed an entire army with a sword. Like hmm. I got Conan. But he didn't kill an alligator. <laughs> Nobody killed a giant snake demon king monster thing played by Darth Vader. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always get his performance in Conan and his performance in, in uh, Heretic confused <laughs> because they're basically the same performance. Arnold in Exorcist 2? No, James Earl Jones. Pazuzu. <laughs> Pazuzu. <laughs> So, All right. Can melt steel beams. <laughs> you missed it last last week on the first episode of the first round of this episode. We had another uh, 
George Bush steel beams uh, thing pop up. Oh, when good, talking good, about good. Uh, Arnold being lowered into the vat of lava. <laughs> it's George Bush lowering him. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. All that's, right. That's the running theme of these tournaments. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next matchup. Uh, we have uh, number seven seed, Mister Freeze from Batman and Robin. Um, eight. Con- I still see you. Eight confirmed kills, and he's facing off against number two seed Douglas Quaid from the movie Quaid. Total Recall. <laughs> Stop the reactor. Uh, forty-four confirmed kills for him. How's uh, Can I go first? Sure. All right. I would love to give this one to Mister Freeze for so many reasons, uh, but. Uh, one-liners goes to Mr. Freeze. Um, performance goes to Quaid, and hand-to-hand goes to Quaid because I think Quaid could outsmart Mr. Freeze. Are you sure? Uh, why? Yes. One-liners though. One-liners though. I, there is no better one-liner machine for Arnold Schwarzenegger than the Mr. Freeze character. See, and they're all about ice. I I know. It, uh, it's I, bizarre. See, it's but the see, strangest thing. Hey Evan, I, do you know what killed the dinosaurs? Ice age, <laughs> but see, I would I would argue that Douglas Quaid is just a construction worker. He can't do any of this shit. Yeah, but he outsmarted a lot of people. Oh, you're saying it's not? Oh, come on, no, fuck you! Don't do that with the movie. I don't know. It seems pretty clear. I'm taking. Is it I'm real taking it or now. is it recall? It's it's real. I'm saying it's real. Uh, it seems and pretty clear. It's not real. I don't know what makes you say that, considering the movie ended with it being real. Um, considering in your the movie ends with him like outside of the environment and almost dying and then coming back that 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 kind of makes it a little fishy but can we can we just say though that all right the character of quaid is going to be what we saw in recall even it, if, if, if even if that even is that, true he outsmarted everybody but you know what even if that is true mr freeze has a giant freeze gun and yeah, and he can jump out of the way and block it with the come on, I got six kids to feed guy. He'll just throw him in front of me. <laughs> and what and what is that gonna do exactly? I don't know. It'll freeze that guy. It's fine. <laughs> Mr. Freeze Look, what is, I'm and is, Mr. Freeze will pick up that frozen body. Mr. And Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze can't all right. Quaid snuck onto Mars in a in a woman fat suit. Mr. Freeze can't even hide his secret location. He he operates. You know what Mr. Freeze can do? He can take an observatory and change it into a giant freeze gun, so everything gets frozen. (laughs) Are you really trying to argue me on why Mr. Freeze is better at something? Yes, Mr. Listen, Mr. Freeze is one of the more powerful Batman villains. So you're telling me that one of the (laughs) yeah, but chicken soup killed him. Well, that's no, that's a different Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that's Mask of the Phantasm, I think. No, that was just a right random episode. Oh, that was right. That was uh, that was a yeah, that wasn't the movie. Never mind. That's Um, different Mr. Freeze. But anyway, chicken noodle soup. Personally, I'm I'm (laughs) even though I will give performance to 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 Quaid. Mr. Freeze definitely wins in one-liners because all of his lines in the movie are one-liners. And uh, I think that he would definitely take Quaid in a fight because of his freeze gun and his powers and the fact that he... I mean, hes you talk about how smart Quaid is. Uh, he's a fucking doctor. The only thing that he can't do is figure out how to cure his wife. <laughs> if, if he was really a doctor, would he go by Mr. Freeze? I don't think so, Sean. Uh, it's all a ploy. Oh, it was so in, it was in the Benghazi by Doctor Doom. Then. It's not a real doctor. Yeah, or Doctor Strange is a real doctor, so that one's okay. Yeah. But <laughs> so you know, 
<laughs> Mr. Freeze sounds better than Dr. Freeze. And plus, he actually has gone by. They call him Dr. I'm still Victor. going with Quaid. I don't care. I'm going with Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid. Hello, boys. What, is, what do you guys pick? Uh, I'm going to go, go with Mr. Freeze also. I love Total Recall. I love the character of Quaid. And, you know, welcome to the party, Richter's. One of the best one-liners, but doesn't yeah, have anything. I mean, don't get me reason. wrong. I think Total Recall is a superior film to Batman and Robin, but we're not no, arguing. No yes, but we're not arguing. I don't think any of us want to watch Batman and Robin again? Well, but I, I would. Like, you want to watch Total Recall? Let's watch it. Right <laughs> I'd watch <laughs> Batman and Robin, uh, but if we're but we're just we're arguing the characters, and to me, Mister Freeze is a much more powerful character, and he has the one-liners. Jason, okay. no, I said Freeze already. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah. I Mike. just yelled it like Dunkirk, but I was actually Freeze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike? Uh, I would also go with Mr. Freeze. Freeze, turkeys! All right. <laughs> Black Dynamite. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> Dynamite. Donuts don't wear alligator shoes. <laughs> All right. Well, that means that uh, we have our first upset with Mr. Freeze taking out Quaid in this tournament. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. All right, uh, let's go to our next matchup. We have number one seed, uh, Major Alan Dutch Schaefer from Predator. Uh, 31 confirmed kills, and he's facing off against number eight seed, John Breacher Wharton from the movie Sabotage. Fuck you and your 48% body fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with 11 confirmed kills. Who would like to start us off? I'll, I'll start this one. Uh, pretty sure that everybody is probably going to end up going with Dutch anyway, regardless. But I mean, he wins one-liners, no question, because Sabotage wasn't a movie about one-liners. It was a really dark and depressing movie. Um, acting performance might go to Breacher because you know he's actually doing something different than just basic Arnold in that movie. But you know, Dutch is like all-time like one of the most memorable Schwarzenegger roles. Uh, he sells the movie more than the Predator does because the Predator's not really in majority of the fucking movie. Well, you can't Would you him. say you stick around for Dutch? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he took out an extraterrestrial hunter uh, with his bare hands. I'm here! Kill me! <laughs> do it! Do it now! Do it! Do it now! I think it's pretty easy to... To, to say Dutch is is walking away from this oh, one. This is no argument here. The, this is one of Arnold's, in my opinion, better acting roles because not only is in, he in his element, he actually fits the part, and it's a fun performance. He does very well with what he's given. Essentially, he's perfect for the role. It to me, this is the quintessential Arnold role right after Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Um, Danny Glover still killed a predator. Yeah, yeah. Well, but but Jason, that rep that rep predator <laughs> that. <laughs> that, predator. that predator was retarded. Let's just say it. it uh, he also no, was a he was, less, he was less experienced and like yeah. He, Any, anyway, guy, so one-liners, acting, and hand-to-hand -hand all go to Dutch. Uh, I will save my really good Dutch arguments for later when we when he gets up to like the end of the bracket. And oh god, I think I can see where a lot of this is going. <laughs> so uh, I will save my real good arguments for Dutch later, but definitely, definitely Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. Yeah. You son of a bitch! 
What's the matter? <laughs> You're one ugly motherfucker. You don't got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah, yeah. Have you pushing too many pencils? Pencils. <laughs> um, I think another interesting question here is what's what's better uh, as far as like experience being in the DEA or being a U.S. Army Special Forces person. I think definitely special forces special forces is much more powerful than the DEA. Um so yeah, I clearly Dutch is taking this one. I There are there are two US governors in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're wandering around the woods fighting an alien. Did That's he, just great. Didn't Bill Duke also become a politician? Did he? Yes, but he was not he a did, governor. It didn't. Right. It was high up. But Still, Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger were both governors. Were they governors at the same time? No. Jesse no. Ventura was a, a good bit before Schwarzenegger, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was the whole Reform Party thing. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, point being, awesome movie, great character, sweet. Mike, did you say who you wanted to win? I mean, I don't think I needed to, but uh, uh I'm just curious. I, I'm ba- I if I if I talk, I'm just going to echo basically everything Dan said. Well, just say some more um, one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> How did no one uh, say the, the 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 best one from the movie in this whole conversation yet? What What's the best one from the movie? Mine's pushing too many pencils. <laughs> like no. Get to the chopper. No, no. Get to the chopper. <laughs> No, right, I mean, uh, so, so, so popular I... that they had to make other people say in other movies like Alien vs. Predator <laughs> Requiem. That is very true. Um, it almost feels like Dutch would be like age into Breacher. Um, mm, oh, fan theory. They're the same person. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but that just makes me say again, Dutch would win just because then he would be Breacher in his prime. Mm. Breacher prime. So yes. that's completely unrelated to the the tournament, but related to Dutch. Apparently, this year it looks like NECA's finally going to release the red shirt Dutch and possibly a Dylan figure, so you can uh, get oh, the uh, thank God handshake. Oh, know, I want and, that uh, handshake yeah. so bad! Just just create and, uh, a giant, two giant arms, and just yeah. <laughs> and release that. <laughs> it is literally and, uh, the greatest handshake in movie history. Yeah. <laughs> It, I we're, can't we're think of anything better than that handshake. Looking at it right now on the brackets, that's why I brought it's, it up. It's like, amazing. Their arms are so huge. Well, well, hold on. Arnold's arm is huge. <laughs> Carl Weathers. Yeah, Carl Weathers is pretty big, too. Do not start telling me Carl Weathers is not a jack. Wait, that was Carl Weathers this whole time? Oh, man. I <laughs> yes. so Have you never weird. seen Predator? No, no, no. I've seen Predator. I just forgot uh, Carl Williams was the black yeah, it was, guy. It was Bill, Bill Duke. That's who it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> David Duke. Okay. Actually, it was Shane Black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it was the Mandarin. Oh, no. All right. Not again. So uh, Dutch right. moves on to the next round. Let's go to our next matchup. We have number five seed, Detective John Kimball from the movie Kindergarten. It's not a tumor. <laughs> he has uh, one confirmed kill, and he's facing off against... <laughs> He's facing off <laughs> that's, against. That's uh, good that we would include that. <laughs> I have to just to get, put it in perspective. That's just really funny to me. Uh, Evan, uh, could you tell me without looking at the bracket what is the name of Arnold's character from Jingle All the Way? <laughs> uh, the dad. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Oh, uh, God, isn't it? I'm not looking at the bracket. Isn't it Howard? <laughs> 
Do you know any, his last name? I, I don't remember if that was his first or his last name, but I, I think his name was Howard. <laughs> and I know I'm going to assume it was Skywalker because I'm pretty sure he was Anakin Skywalker's father. <laughs> he was. Yippee. Um, Turbo Man. Yay. Turbo time. Evan, this was actually a debate. This is a, a debate that we had on the last episode uh, because I argued that no one knows what his actual character's name is in the movie. Um, his name is Howard. It's been a while since I saw it. His name's Howard Langston. Uh, Langston. Yeah, number number four. Uh, and, and I believe this he, he only moved ahead on a tiebreaker vote from our anonymous yes. uh, voter. So actually, came anonymous pretty voter. Close. Did you call? Did you call Pizza Hut again? <laughs> no, that was Domino's, Evan. We, we oh, actually have uh, we actually have Price Waterhouse Gate holding envelopes for us off the side of the stage. Um, oh, good, good. <laughs> hey, look, it's Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> anyway. Um, he's a number four seed and he has zero confirmed kills. Um, so I would say this is a matchup between the, the two least impressive physical performances as far as the characters go. Uh, so this is going to be tough with the head to head fight. Now, as far as one-liners, definitely one-liners actually. I don't. I mean, there's some pretty good ones in uh, Jingle All the Way, but Such I as. probably would still go. Oh. Turbo time! You put that cookie down now! <laughs> Who told you you Who could eat my cookies? My wife's cookies. Oh, no. you're talking to Phil Hartman. Yeah, that was a great. That's the best. But, put that uh, cookie down! I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> When he's what, what about it's when he's uh, when he's accused of being a pervert at the yeah. mall? <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like, I'm not a pervert. I just want Turbo I, Man doll. Going, I'm going to say Turbo Man here because come on, it's just great. Okay, I'll say this: Kindergarten Cop has one of the greatest Arnold one-liners. It's not a tumor, but you get more one-liners for your buck with witching all the way. Uh, Acting wise. You know, it's one of those things again. There, this two, one's tied for two, me. Two I mean, this is this is just Arnold being Arnold. Cop is so weirdly like, like serious written. at the end. Yeah. Well, at the beginning and the end, and then even in the middle when the one chick shows yeah. up dead from like a drug overdose. Like, yeah, like and then it goes back to being a kindergarten comedy where he's blowing the whistle and shit. It's a yeah. it's a weird. So he's movie. got a whole lot of range. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a draw here for the acting. Oh, but no. What's going to do it for me is the hand-to-hand. Uh, Turbo Time definitely wins because, dude, he put on a fucking Turbo Man suit and flew around for his son and did a lot of shit for a doll. So what I'm saying is if, if you got the right motivation, jingle all the way, all the way. Yeah, but he so. doesn't know actual hand-to-hand combat. And like, John yeah, Kimball and and is carrying a gun. Let's not for, he's a he's an LAPD detective. So it's he has a turbo gun. time. Yeah. What's a gun gonna do? Because I'm forgetting a lot of it about Jingle All the Way. I'm looking at the uh, description of the movie. I haven't watched Jingle All the Way probably since the '90s. Howard Langston is a salesman for a mattress company. Yeah. I don't yes. care what kind of suit a you give him. Salesman. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and, and then when he does get the suit, it takes him like a couple seconds to figure out how to even fly it, so he don't even know what yeah, he's it's doing. It's not Iron Man suit. Yeah. What's gonna yeah. happen is Kimball's just gonna be like, get one toy and bring back to the carpet. <laughs> Jake Lloyd's all just like Qui Gon told me to stay in the ship, and that's exactly that's what, what I'm gonna, gonna do. do. 
Oops. Are you an angel? <laughs> um, I am going uh, John Kimball on this one simply for one-liners, and I think that he would do he would win the the head-to-head. And yeah. performance, you could go either one. So to me, two two out of three is definitely good enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with John Kimball as well. Uh, I was on Kaminsky's side last week anyway, because I really didn't see Howard being very effective in this tournament. So Unless you're tired, he could sell you a mattress. Yeah. I mean, we all know that either one of these guys isn't winning next uh, time. <laughs> so Give me a week. I'll figure <laughs> out an argument. <laughs> who, who will Dutch kill? <laughs> um, I'm okay. I think I need to go a little punny here. I'm going to go Kimball all the way. You fuck. I was going to say <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah, Kimball all the way. Kimball Mike is gay. <laughs> that was a stretch. Not I know. sister said Jason. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, not again. Mike, you unleashed. You unleashed a pandemic, Mike. I blame you. <laughs> I, I accept that blame. <laughs> All right. Uh, so John Kimball's moving on to the next round, and let's go to our next matchup. We have a number six seed, the T850 from Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Uh, only one confirmed kill, uh, and he's facing off against Harry Tasker from the movie True Lies, number three seed. Uh, 64 confirmed kills for him. Who would like to start us well, off? So, so first off, the T850 is so dumb, it doesn't know that it put on doofy glasses and then said, talk to the talk hand. To no, the he hand. knows what he was doing. Talk, talk to the hand. Fuck off. Am uh, I the only I one this... here who actually liked Terminator 3? Yes. yes. Uh, to a <laughs> big extent, yes. <laughs> By a long shot. Um, oh. Dan, do you want to explain to Evan what the yeah. T850 right, is? Here we go. Look, I'm going to read right here. The differences from the Series 800 is very similar and is basically the same style of hyper-alloy combat chassis, but has a few modifications. The endoskeleton looks very much the same, but is capable of utilizing the same skin model, which is 101. But it has a more regenerative power to the skin, so he can actually grow flesh back. So it's more durable than the C-800. <laughs> yeah, it's he a little stretchier. The skin's a little more, looser. Yep, more resistant to plasma weaponry. Ooh. Yeah, a little bit of extra fat in the stomach there. On basic human psychology and behavior and its programming, so it basically picked up stuff from earlier models of Terminator. I lied. And it's capable of lying, which the T-800 was not able to do. So now we have to make a choice as a team here. Because if we keep going in this route, it's going to turn into the T-800 versus the T-850. And that's going to be a terrible battle. Yeah, so we have, to make the, we, have to, we have to make the choice like what we made in, in the horror bracket when we got to death... You know, I was like, at what point do we have to say something's going now, to see? Cheat? Here's the thing: is yeah. I, I think, I think Tasker from True Lies might be able to beat the 850, and I mean that. I'm not just saying that because, um, you know, I think it's time to kill the 850 here. Uh, but I will say that if anyone was going to kill the 850 at this point for that reason, this would be the character to make an argument for. Um. I actually have an argument against the T-800, which is very yeah. similar to the T-850, but I think I'll save that for later in the tournament. And I actually think that the the argument that I know that you're talking about wouldn't work with the T-850. It might just not. Just because yeah. of its upgraded chassis and different fuel cell and all that other crazy sci-fi However, junk. um 
would Tasker view the T850 as a terrorist? Yes. <laughs> terrorist. Yes. Think of argument. Yes. Yeah, future terrorist. Yeah. Um, so they might steal his daughter. Uh, well, see, oh, you might not guy. even have to go to head to head because I would say definitely more one-liners and true lies, and of I course. would say better performance in True Lies as well. Well, we're also talking about a non-Cameron Terminator versus Cameron Schwarzenegger, so... Yeah. Oh, my God. Hmm. That, that was crazy. I didn't think of it like yeah. that. I mean, Tasker is on a friggin' jet plane at some point in this movie, right? Like... Yeah, yeah you're yeah, fired. Doesn't he, like, kill... Yeah. He, like, shoots a jet... Uh, missile yeah, he into... fires him, Jason. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I don't know, man. You did not prevent Judgment Day. You delayed it. See, that, here, here's the thing about this. If it was the T-800, I'd be more willing to say Tasker yep. for the hand-to-hand because of the, the upgrades. Uh, and oh. because, because, of, because, no, because of Genesis, which is now canon, ah! I'm not going to say anything else. But See, that's yeah. the thing. Genesis really fucked over the T-800. We'll get to that later in the tournament. Yeah. But I do kind of agree with Evan, the point of this, if we have two Terminators roaming around through this, it has the possibility to turn into that. And uh, I, I think I'm just saying, like, like, looking at like, like Dan, on that point, looking at what's coming know, up, this I is know, the time to I cut up. The, this is the, the character the board could be like, yeah, like and Tasker is definitely pretty good. Because I, I truly feel like the fact that we split up the T-800 and the T-850, we're really splitting hairs here. And I, I understand the technicality wasn't, here. Wasn't thirty-two performances that he could pick from? Without yeah, I know, and them. I know why the T eight hundred's on there versus the T eight fifty. I get it. I I hear all these reasons. I'm saying that we could make arguments going forward and end up with two Terminators in the final four. But at that point, it's like we split the atom for the sake of it, more or less. Well, you know, to look, be technically correct. My argument is gonna fuck up the whole bracket. He, my argument is Tasker takes two out of three anyway, so I'm not even worrying about. Head to okay, head. all right, yeah, same. I, I would, I would honestly, I, I could make an argument for for acting, hand to hand, no one liners, no. I could make an argument on acting. So either way, he gets two out of three. So I'm I'm gonna go with Tasker. All right. Yeah. Everyone's on Tasker. Then is anyone not taking Tasker? Nope. No, I would be on Terminator actually. <laughs> All right. I'm oh, still going my. with Tasker. All right. Uh, that means Tasker moves on to the next round. Uh, let's go to our final matchup of the second round. We have uh, Jason's favorite, Jericho Kane. From the movie End of Days, number seven seed. Uh, did, wait, did Jericho beat Arnold from Pumping Iron? Yes, Fuck. he did. Jesus. Yeah. I just keep coming and coming. <laughs> uh, he has 11 confirmed kills, and he's facing <laughs> off against number two seed, Colonel John Matrix from Commando. Uh, With all the kills. 94 confirmed kills. <laughs> yeah. oh, every kill Fucking ever. Fucking serial killer. <laughs> Dude, he's just, he's just the whole movie is just him plowing guys down. Oh, Excuse man. me? Never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to say what I said. I'm ashamed. Who is the one with the next closest amount of kills? The next close? Oh, I'll find out. Why don't you guys uh, come up with uh, an argument and I'll tell you? All right. Well, here's 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 my argument. Here's here's my argument. Uh, 
first off, I really like End of Days. I like the Jericho character quite a bit. Uh, that's again of a guilty pleasure movie. Uh, but if you're going up against Matrix, you're dead. So this uh, is not. This is not. I mean, this is like again a cop versus fucking commando see the, the thing is uh when it comes to like say one-liners this is one of those one-liners 80s movies. Commando all the way yeah, yeah it's one of those 80s movies where they're built on one-liners like they probably write down a list of one-liners and then build a script around it mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, mike and, uh, be- before you keep yes. going uh harry tasker has the second most confirmed kills he has 64 Ooh. Damn. So still thirty less than John Matrix. So he so 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 Matrix is Dutch plus Tasker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. But would he oh be able God. to defeat? But would he be able to defeat the devil? Hmm. No, I don't Someone remember. How the hell did Arnold beat the de- the devil in End of Days? Did someone remind me? I saw the devil when I was a child and never forgot his face. Well, the way he defeated the devil was... Yeah, we know, Dan, we know. uh, (laughs) That that was actually a line from Alien Covenant, but I guess no one remembers what said that. (laughs) At all, and I just saw it. (laughs) We'll we'll get to that. Uh, But anyway, um, the way he defeated the devil was he became possessed by the devil and then killed himself. Oh, right, It wasn't like a really great plan. (laughs) And it was only yeah, like with so perfect was, timing too, because it was reaching midnight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a ha- bunch of happy coincidences. I, personally, yeah. for me, I would say, even though I I like Commando, I think he gives a better performance in End of Days. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. One liners definitely goes with Commando. Um, mm-hmm. So then it becomes who would win in a fight, and uh. And I mean, Matrix just fucking, like I said, it kills everyone. I know. <laughs> yeah, no. And you know what the pro- the biggest steam. problem is, is that Jericho himself is suicidal. So he would probably be making mistakes because he doesn't care and then would probably mm. end up getting shot and killed. He's also just a cop <laughs> going against like a ridiculously strategic commando, like mm. best of the best. Like, so... I don't think that the hand to hand is going to favorably uh, yeah. go for like John Kate. Matrix is the Punisher, except his daughter is still alive. No. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going okay. with Matrix. Matrix it is. Uh, Ma- Matrix is actually one of my favorites to, to, to take this thing, honestly. I- I'm hoping that we can get him. I, I would love gonna fall, but I would we'll love see. at least to get up to Matrix versus Dutch. Well, we'll, we'll have see, to see what that, happens there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to me, to me, the, the 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 top three quintessential Arnold roles are Terminator, Predator, Commando. Batman like those are the ones. Which one? No, no, not at all. <laughs> You're completely wrong. Um, but like, so I would like to see those get as far as they can. But I'll be. I, I will be objective where possible, but I, I mean, come on. I don't really see much of much room in that space. All right. Well, that concludes the second round of this tournament. Uh, let's preview some of the uh, matchups we have for next week. Uh, we will be seeing the T-800 facing off against Jack Slater. Uh, we have... Jack Swagger? <sighs> we have Conan the Barbarian facing Mr. Freeze. Uh, we have Dutch facing off against John Kimball. Uh, we and then we also will f- will finish with uh, Harry Tasker facing John Matrix. Now that there we go. That's, now that's the we're talking. That's yeah. the main event. Yeah, we have a week yeah. to do our homework, everybody. 
Um, yeah, so that concludes. Which is mostly just you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch these movies in the span of a week. <laughs> uh, that concludes uh, round two of the tournament. However, before we leave, there is one last thing that uh, that we uh, want to do for this week, and that is yes. If you've made it this far, stick around. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes. Um, so yeah, so basically, uh, I think everyone but Evan here has uh, seen the mo- the new movie Alien Covenant. Well, I saw it twice. I have not seen Alien counts, Covenant. Right? I will not see Alien Covenant. I don't care. So Evan, you don't care if you if you, if we spoil spoil the shit out of it. I really don't care. Like spoiled milk. <laughs> so yeah, well, why don't we uh, give our thoughts on Alien Covenant because we've all seen it except for Evan. So Evan, what do you think of Alien Covenant? <laughs> oh, it was great. It was really, so great. I really love the cool. part where they retconned how terrible Prometheus was, I'm sure. No. And I'm sure at, at some point <laughs> at some no. point they tried to connect Prometheus to the first alien movie. Maybe no. maybe maybe this is the start of a new quadrilogy that Ridley Scott's working on. I think it's uh, funny. I, the, I've said this Evan just said is actually like not true at all. <laughs> I, look, if, I, I've, what I've, I've said heard... this before and I've said this again. There are four alien movies and two good ones. That's all I care about. If, if so I heard, uh, if yeah, if what I heard is true, isn't the next alien movie supposed to be between Prometheus and Covenant? Yeah, that's what the what? fuck? It's, what no, no, the, it's are you it's fucking kidding me? Like fucking five times because really Scott was saying he's going to make a whole ton of movies, and then he backpedaled and said he's only going to make one. What's he going to die? What's he going to die? <laughs> can he just die one, already so he can stop getting these shitty alien movies? That. I don't Come want on. them. Or I don't want these shitty alien movies. They suck. Would you rather oh, us go dead. back to oh, making AVP movies, Evan? You didn't, even, you didn't yeah. even see this, Evan. You don't have to. Yeah, I look. I know it sucks. There's no way it doesn't suck. <laughs> Evan, what do you like, think happened in this movie? You know what I think happened in this movie? Honestly, I think that they tried to go from Prometheus with the black goo. They tried to populate something, and then they created the xenomorph. And then, uh, then it attacked a bunch of people on the ship, and they didn't know what it was. And then I'm sure that there was like a Ridley Ripley character that wasn't Ripley. And... Ripley Scott. All right. Yeah, well, you're not too far they... off. And then I don't know. There was probably something with an android because there's always an android. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's there's probably uh, a part where the android bleeds milk. Evan, have you uh, ever <laughs> wanted to see two androids make out? No. Well, Would you ever want to see Michael Fassbender make out with, uh, with uh, uh, Lance Hankerson? <laughs> no, Evan. That would be would awesome. You, did you ever have a dream of Michael Fassbender kissing himself? <laughs> Is that in the movie? <laughs> Maybe. Did Michael or, Fassbender or die or in the Michael first Michael Fassbender one? putting a flute up to Michael Fassbender's lips and saying, I'll do the fingering? <laughs> yeah. And what? He, he, yeah. He blows his skin flute. <laughs> didn't wait, wait. Didn't Michael Fassbender die in the first no, one? No, remember he was just ahead. He was he was ahead. Oh, let's. Uh, I don't let's, fuck let's with me. I didn't like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna start off this official uh, Alien Covenant spoiler review. Everybody, wink, wink. If you didn't get the hint already, uh, I did not like Alien Covenant at all. Major, majorly disappointed. I was hoping for a movie more akin to Alien, or more like gut wrenching, visceral, scary movie, but. It was more the same crap from Prometheus I didn't like, and they explained exactly where the xenomorph comes from. You want me to say it? Because it's big spoilers. Oh, yes. Apparently, David, 
the AI, I'm sorry, the uh, synthetic humanoid guy played by Michael Fassbender is some kind of mad scientist now, and he creates the xenomorphs. Not only does so, he, no, well, he creates the eggs, which then he, infect yeah. the people, and yeah. So he, he creates the whole thing, which snowballs into a xenomorph. So I'm just saying he created the xenomorph. I couldn't believe it when that happened. I was watching the movie with my dad, and my jaw dropped. And my dad's like, what's that sound? I'm like, that was my jaw. Where does the queen come in? There is no queen, know. Evan. Remember, I told you they're retconning the queen. Yeah. Shaw, Shaw is oh, yeah. the queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like has her dead body and he's like taking, he's like, I don't know, whatever, doing shit with it. But anyway, the, the worst I, I part think is I'm probably the person that can make the most sense out of this movie. So I'm just going to wait till everyone else talks and then I'll talk. Excuse uh, you. I saw it twice. Excuse you. <laughs> I just wanted to say. I hated how they took away the fear of the unknown of what the xenomorph was. I never wanted to know what it was at all. I like not knowing what it is. It makes it scary to me. It was more of the same crap from Prometheus, and uh, yeah, it's a big disappointment. So, uh, who's up, Sean? Uh, okay, I did not like the movie. Um, I, I, I see potential in the movie. Like, there's definitely some stuff in there that they could have done correctly, but I feel like their execution was way, way off. And the, honestly, for me, the two biggest problems with this movie, other than the horrible CGI, um, which, which, by the way, is very annoying, even though I like the movie, they went over all real effects. Like they had suits for both creatures. They had puppets. They had animatronics. And they went over every single shot of it, as far as yeah. I can tell. Do you remember, remember the, uh, the, the Thing prequel? Where where they built like actual puppets, yeah, and and, yep. and, and then they replaced it. everything with CG. That's what happened here, is that they had horrible. They had which actual... is like the opposite of what Ridley Scott's normally about. Too, He's a crazy old man. He's I know. George Lucas. George Lucas it, got to he, him. He did the backwards uh, of it in Prometheus because they had the Fifield monster as a CG creation. He thought it looked like crap, so he made him use the practical version. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, the the. Two biggest things that I have uh, an issue with in this movie are uh, the logic, at, especially towards the latter part of the movie, makes zero sense. Uh, there's a reveal, which we can talk about in a little bit, uh, in the last act of the movie that is completely bonkers and makes zero sense. Um, and then my other biggest issue is that it basically retcons all the continuity within the series, and meaning... For example, there's no continuity in this in this series anymore. Anyway, well, I mean, th- like, no. But here's the thing: it, the continuity between the first four was shoddy at best. No, no, no. At least see, you're, you're straight you're, line. You're, you're misinterpreting. Now what it's mean, all the, the other movie that everyone's complaining that they didn't get because of this was also going to retcon a bunch of continuity. So I think that argument's kind of a moot point. But but, but there's certain, at least in 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 the Alien universe, there's certain rules and certain things that you know for a fact are you know established like for example <laughs> when a face hugger goes on someone it does not take a couple seconds for them to impregnate you it takes a little while there, a this, one pump jump. there's a one pump chump in this movie uh, of a face hugger that gets on someone and impregnates them immediately before they get cut off um what else is is uh, oh uh at the oh, end oh can i i just say before i forget like when michael fassbender's explaining his plan to billy crudup like his evil plan it's like emperor palpatine levels bad like where palpatine is talking to anakin like i'm evil wink wink that's pretty much what fassbender was doing hey jason jason yeah have you ever heard the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise <laughs> <laughs> he can impregnate 
Life. He could even bring people. Hate life. I will say, I, people from dying. I, I think, I think the screenplay was 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 not all that great for the movie, but Michael Fassbender's performance does make things a little more tolerable. I will say, he is really good at what his role is in the movie. Oh yeah, um, he, he's great. Himself. Although I do think that his uh, Walter character, which is the other android, the good <laughs> android, um, sexy one, his voice sounded a lot like Shia LaBeouf, and I will continue to. Uh, to, to say that because did he I go? Heard Charlie did he go? Did he go? Him. Did he go? No, 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 not no, really. Every every Shia, it didn't Shia sound LaBeouf like Shia LaBeouf in the Transformers movies. It sounds like Shia LaBeouf when he's trying to be serious. Yeah, like an even Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Fury, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, and then okay, so do we want to mention basically like the the general plot of the movie? Uh. It's the the ship is. Um, it's a colonization ship, so it's yeah. They have of, they have two thousand colonists on wait, board. Wait, so is it so is it basically just the colony from aliens then? No, no. Well, I mean, similar idea, but it's they haven't gotten to the planet yet. Yeah, it, it's before. It's their very first large colonization mission ever. So, like, the one that happened in Aliens is one that they've been doing for years by that point. And also in Aliens, they needed to create the machine to, to make the atmosphere work for humans, as, as opposed to they have a planet that they already pre-selected, which is supposed to be good for humans. If that makes any sense. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Watch Aliens again. You'll get it. Um, <laughs> but, so basically... Atmosphere processor. Uh, they get hit with some sort of sonic blast that takes out some of their power. Solar flare. Is it a solar flare? I don't know what it was. Um, yeah, and it kills James Franco. Oh, yeah. James Franco is in the movie for two seconds. Oh, wait, for real? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's his body. In, in the prologue, James Franco says he's burning up. <laughs> of course he does. Um, yeah, he's he is the uh, husband of the lead actress's character, um and that when they get hit by the thing um all the power a lot of the power goes out and then they all get woken up from their from their uh sleep and he's still in his pod and then they're trying to break him out of the pod they can't get it open and then the inside just catches on fire for no reason whatsoever so he gets burned to a crisp and then they have to chuck him off board <laughs> <laughs> That's all James I like believe it was an oxygen rich environment and like a I tried to explain to Sean that there's such thing as electrical fires and and whatnot, and that was pretty believable. Yeah, and there was an electrical fire at the beginning of Alien Three and no one burned alive, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, but fuck Alien Three. <laughs> I mean that movie sucks. I, assembly I, cut. Yeah, I, assembly last night I watched the assembly cut and it was actually pretty good. I don't they actually. Cool. I don't like either cut of that movie. I just really don't like it. Well, screw you then. <laughs> All right, fuck off. <laughs> Would you like Alien Resurrection? Would you want to go watch Amelie now? No, 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 no. I I will Fun say fact, though. Same director. Yeah, I know. I know that. Yeah. He also didn't know how to happens. speak English when he directed <laughs> Alien Resurrection, which is really funny. Which makes a lot that of sense. A lot. So and basically, wrote it, so basically, uh, they oh yeah, that's right. He did write it. Um, so basically, they uh, they're they're forced with decision because they get a um, a signal, which turns out to be a signal of Shaw from the first movie singing John Denver, and uh, they're like, oh, this is coming from this planet. This is habitable for us. 
it's really it's it's so close. We'll get there in like two weeks. So instead of waiting the seven years it would take to get two to weeks. their original planet, they go to this other planet. And just to check it out. Just too. to check it out. Yeah, and they Biggest get there. mistake of their lives. They get there. They start getting infected by these last uh, mistake of their lives. <laughs> a couple people get infected by the things in the trailer, the little spore things that the black goo or it's made of the black goo and it just yeah and then that's how you they create the neomorphs which are the, what is, what is the black goo do they explain the black goo yes they do yes oh good thank god david literally says it stupid. like no david literally like says it out loud so we all know that it's both a biological weapon and a uh, dna accelerant so it's, it's both things that we all thought it was but everyone was so confused about it for so long but and then it's not complicated at all well they explain in uh a flashback that when david got to the engineer's planet which is this is what it is it's the planet is the engineer's planet and he gets he he brings a ship in and then he dumps all a bunch of the black goo onto all the engineers and it kills them all which i think is one of the most striking images of the movie but yes uh, I don't think everyone agrees there but this all sounds really stupid stupid. all of it this is so stupid like I'm sorry. He, he drops just... like a million of those urns and then it blows up in the air and then it just sprinkles down onto all the engineers and all running for their lives because they know what it is and then they're just like exploding into like massive black goo and creature tentacles like popping out of them and everything. It's mm-hmm. definitely like Yummy. really, really awesome sci-fi horror like gore imagery and it looks beautiful because it's a Ridley Scott movie. So. And this and this is where the xenomorph came from? No. No, no, not no, yet. not exactly. <laughs> so basically what? what we find out is is that David has been living on this planet for what do you say, like ten years, I think? And yeah. uh and he's been experimenting with the black goo on to other things. And they show a bunch of his experiments that he was been working on. And we find out that he was able to create uh alien eggs, which he then leads Billy Crud up oh, just into like that? just like that, yeah. Oh, just Billy like Crystal? That? Yeah, just yep. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I have, a, I mean, obviously there's probably shit cut from the movie and everything else, but I, I believe it's kind of implied that Shaw's body has something to do with how he eventually got to the alien eggs. Like, yeah, I figured that. Doesn't if mean you I look like at her it. body, there's like shit growing out of it. Like, cause I saw it twice. So I noticed like near her head, she has like Geiger-esque bony structures. Like she's, I actually found a picture of it. I'll there, be yeah. And, uh, if you remember in Prometheus, she gave birth to a weird face hugger esque creature with her barren reproduction. Yeah, the squid the squid baby so, from Men in Black. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Basically. Oh, great movie. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, not Men in Black, Prometheus. I think that's what it's implied in there, but obviously that's you know just a logical jump that I I can't even defend. You just made eggs. Okay. That's yeah. fine. Pretty, pretty but much. I think the queen the queen doesn't necessarily have to be the first thing because the queen could be a natural evolution of this creature in its like species, yeah, so it's a completely red comic queen. But, but it's why? Kind but of a, it's but kind if of he if he's out. able to make eggs, and and let's not forget, like by the end of the movie, he has embryonic face huggers. Yeah. So theoretically, he doesn't need a queen if we're going off of the old logic that the xenomorph is able to hive people and then use that to produce more aliens. Well, fuck you, James Cameron. <laughs> You fucked up Ridley Scott's genius idea and all six prequels planned out. Yeah, he always wanted a robot to make this stuff from a human. <laughs> and make out with each other. Um, so basically what ends up happening this is... This was his plan the whole time. They, they, uh, they meet up with David. They find out that he is a crazy mad scientist and he's performing all these experiments. 
they find out he's evil, um, and then they're they're trying he pulls to pulls eggs out of his mouth. Well, that's <laughs> later, uh, and those weren't eggs. Um, I know, I know. But, it just reminded me when magicians do that. Um, so basically, uh, at, at 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 one point, he gets into a fight with Walter. So it's a fastbender versus fastbender fight. Yeah, it's the funniest thing. Um, he's like literally I, a wrestling uh, Walter's match. just like Walter's like I've ha- I have a few upgrades. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> should go for, in the Schwarzenegger bracket. <laughs> and uh, they're they're fighting, and then uh, you see uh, David reaching for a knife, and then it cuts. You don't know what happens, and the next thing you know, uh, everyone's trying to get onto the ship to run away from the Xenomorph, which is now a thing, and uh, you see. Wait, wait what? Well, oh, see, you skipped over the part where uh, the neomorph hangs around for a while, and there's What's a scene neomorph? that it's the white thing from the the it's trailer. Made of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it the thing that was made in Alien Resurrection that one no. of the no, Sigourney no, no. Dan, let's be honest. The, the neomorph has no bearing on the plot of this movie. Not at all. No, but the reason why they realize David is so crazy is because the the captain. Finds him trying to like tame a neomorph. Well, that's why he finds out, but watch. but that's not why yeah. everyone else finds out. But that's what, stupid. But, but that's what leads to him getting face huggered is because he pissed yeah. Dave at all. I he's think just the like, term oh. is face fucked. <laughs> he's like, oh, these eggs are perfectly <laughs> harmless, <laughs> and he just takes yeah. his face <laughs> into it. That was so funny seeing it the second time, and like he just keeps asking, "What's what, what's inside there? Is, is it safe?" And David's just like, "Perfectly." <laughs> like, he's just being a dick completely. Yeah, so yeah. Just, just take a look. Okay. Well, you know, when Michael Fassbender speaks in his accent, you know, it's very calming. You'll do anything he says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So basically, there they, then they, you have this ending sequence. To, well, it's not really the ending scene, but towards the end of the movie, where the you've seen it in the trailers, the xenomorph is on top of the ship, underneath the ship. They actually blast it with uh, the um, the afterburners. Yeah, which doesn't kill it, even though it killed it in the first movie. Um, and uh, there's this whole big thing. Eventually, um, they grab it with a. What, what was the thing that she grabbed? It was a crane. It was like a forklift. No, yeah. it, was, it was a crane. That's it was a crane with like a like, with a head on a it. A claw. A claw. Yeah, I'm not following this shit at all. <laughs> <John's> <laughs> doing, Sean, Sean jumped around a lot, and I'm trying to like clear up some stuff, so that's probably what's going on. I, like, I almost don't care, but yeah. it, it so, looked... Wait, wait, wait. Basically, so, I'm doing all this to get to the end reveal, is what I'm trying yeah. to do. What is the end reveal? What is the end reveal? Ridley Scott's insane? <laughs> Did he write this? No, he didn't write this. No. They, you know who they, actually did write it, and it's actually really surprising. It was John Logan who's responsible oh, the for great like, John fixing Logan. Skyfall, yeah. and then also <laughs> writing Spectre. So, uh, oops. Well, he was he was yeah. one of like three writers though. So well, he was a he was the screenplay creditor. He wasn't the story writer. The story yeah. was by two others, I think. Well, he yeah. got this shit story and was yeah. like, "What am I supposed to do with it?" <laughs> yeah. But uh, so so they end up killing the xenomorph by crushing it in 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 the the claw, which uh, the the main was her name Daniels. She's right next to the claw and it breaks and all the acid comes out and doesn't touch her at all, which I I hated. Uh, And then she gets back on the ship and uh, they it's it's down to her, uh, 
Danny McBride, Danny DeVito, uh, Damian Bashir, and the two other pilot people. And who is you... Danny DeVito in this movie? Is Danny DeVito like the first thing to come out of the eggs after Dave makes them like, yes. oh, too hot? Yeah. Oh. That, that, that's actually the first uh, official chest burster is a mini Danny DeVito. Movie. So there is a man in the couch. Why are you killing with that? Oh, too hot. That's what I imagine coming out of the face like, ah, Charlie. That'd be great. Um, I'd see, I'd see that movie. So anyway, you you get a uh, a scene of um, oh, by and I should mention uh, also Walter is on the ship, aka Walter. Yes, um, and uh, he's yo, he's, Mr. White. And then next thing you know, uh, there was actually a uh, a xenomorph inside of uh, Damien Bashir, who it, off camera gets uh chest bursted uh, and uh then there's an alien running around it kills two people in the shower like in the trailer and they which was so dumb what was that fucking dude that looked like a halloween movie that was ridiculous <laughs> That's it was my... like what is, yeah. what is it this? was it was like friday the 13th yes oh it's like friday the 13th the final chapter where they're in the shower that's exactly what it was like yeah and Stupid. basically what they do is they recreate the uh the plan from alien three to, to trap the xenomorph into the, the loading bay. And actually uh, that goes back to the alien, even cause they were trying to trap it in the air ducts by closing the stuff off. So it's, it's both. Oh, of them. Man, I really want to watch the first, I imagine how the first alien movie looks now compared to this jumbled mess. Like if you, oh, like if you were to show somebody who never saw alien before, like the first one and then alien covenant, they, their, their heads would explode. Well, no, their first thought would be like, why does the alien move so much in this new one? Yeah. yeah. Why doesn't it just pop out of the air vent like it wants to hug me? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Surprise. I, I love that scene. That scared the shit out of me. When I first saw it, I was not expecting it to happen. But anyway, Great movie. so what ends up happening is so uh, they uh, shoot it out into space by impaling it with a... Just like the first movie. Um, what, what's what's the truck? It's some sort of it's truck like with a... spikes on it. It looks like it's like a hay bale type of thing, like the move. Like this is Danny DeVito, right? Farming. Yeah, yes. yeah. Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito impales the the alien, and then it flies off into space. And that's another thing. Uh, she also, she again, she's underneath the xenomorph the entire time. Gets no blood on her whatsoever. And plot armor. Yeah, and then <laughs> of course you know they open up into space, and in all the other movies, it's this huge rush of air blowing out of the of the spaceship, and you have to hang on to make sure you don't fly out into space. In this one, they do that for like two seconds, and then oh, everything's good. It's depressurized. Don't worry about it. Uh, um, and then at yeah. the very very end, uh, Danny McBride and uh, Daniels is uh, they're they're being put into cryo sleep for the next seven years to go to their planet, and then you find out that uh oh. Walter's actually David. Womp, womp, womp. Which Wait, is one of the really, dumbest. Really? Are you like? Of course it was. It's one of the yeah. dumbest plot it's, twists. So it is obvious from the get go. Like it's like, oh, Walter, you're the one who lived. Yeah, it's me, Walter. Like, no shit, it's actually David. So basically, what happened during the fight? Because everything happened pretty quickly during the fight. Walter was able to maybe kill or, or I'm sorry Dave was able to maybe kill Walter we don't know but he uh, was able to disguise himself by cutting off his own hand uh, putting cut marks into his face somehow the uh, the the incision from the nail that Daniels put into his chin somehow healed I don't know how that happened um, and he was able and to he change. was also able to cut his hair even shorter than it was 
cut my scissors. Yeah, and change his entire he change his clothing between the two of them and run out well, and make it onto the ship. Strip them naked. Yeah, strip the clothing. strip Walter naked and switch clothing. So dumb. Well, this is, this is so, the stupid you know, fucking thing. And then he finally takes the eggs out of his mouth, which are the baby alien embryos, puts them in with the human embryos, and yeah, then the, the movie ends. Basically, what they're implying yeah. is he's going to experiment with these 2,000 colonists and all these embryos, and maybe the uh, Danny McBride and Daniels, um, or Tennessee and Daniels, that's right, that's his name. That I, I will admit, though, that was a very, uh, I, I kind of like the ending, only in the fact that it's like when she realizes that it's Walter, she's like completely helpless, and then he puts her to sleep. Pretty that was pretty scary. To me, the the way that the way that they do the reveal, I like it because she is asking him something that Walter knew earlier in the movie. Like, are you gonna help me make that cabin by the lake? And then David just like smiles. Yeah, but she's a dumb bitch. You should have like, realized it in the first yes. place. Because guess what? <laughs> and she finally realizes, like, oh fuck! Like she should have realized it when she was stapling his face together. Because the, Walter's able to heal; his skin heals himself, and. Why is she putting staples into his face if he can heal himself? And she should have seen the 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 big ass gap underneath his chin. And what is the black goo? <laughs> Basically, what I'm, what my point is is that the, the last twenty minutes of the movie are mind numbing. Nine, ugh, I can't even say it. I'm just it's mind numbingly dumb. Is what I'm trying to say. Yep, you almost got it. Yes. Mike, I want to hear what you think of this film because you've been quiet. You're probably thinking of someone I don't want you to think of. That's <laughs> point. Um, so I know you like Alien Covenant and I respect your opinion. So I want to hear what you thought of Covenant. And I forgot, have you seen any of the other Alien movies? I have seen all of them. Oh, my bad. Bitch. I haven't seen the assembly cut of three, though. I highly um, suggest it. Very, it's very better than the theatrical know. cut. It's, it's Although I do thing. like the ending of the theatrical cut better, a lot better. The ending? What's I that? Think, the, I think the ending of the theatrical cut's cheesy. When, when the queen. I think it, out. but it's more suited to be the quote unquote final alien movie. That was the plan, right? Who gives a shit? It <laughs> it pops out of her chest. It's so it's so goofy. Yeah, yeah but it, at least we know it was actually in there. We knew it was All in right, there. Mike, what did you stand. think of Covenant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just let you guys keep throwing it on. I'm like, yeah, I'll fall asleep. <laughs> See, I actually um, really like the movie too. But I just, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I did like it. Um, the more I think about it, I think the less I like it, but I still like it. Uh, I do like. It, it's one of those things where at the end of the movie, I wanted to I I want to see what happens next. Of course, do that all know? depends on it. Everyone, yeah, because I really yeah. liked uh, I liked David. I like the direction that it's going. You know, I, 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 Jason, you were talking about like all the suspense and terror. There's what? What more can you do with the series anymore? You, they tried making it scary again, make and them it just fight the predator. Work. And they actually did yeah. the make them fight the predator again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. You know what? Honestly, honestly, if like, like the original, I would be okay if David had uh, encountered the Predators at some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that would be... I would watch the shit out of that. You know, because I'm... I'm they, a lot... I'm very interested in like seeing really what this film. crazy guy gets into. Oh, this crazy robot. That, wouldn't that be great if on his science table was a Predator skull? Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, well, if Danny Glover can kill one, David can kill one. <laughs> yeah. 
I say David invents time travel. He engineers the Predators and sends them back to the 80s to fight Arnold. Oh, my God. Yes. And Mike, remember, I think it was last week or something or one of the episodes a few weeks ago, you were saying how you think that the space jockey in the beginning of the very first alien is going to eventually be David. I the more I think about that, the more I think you're completely right. How? He's not a giant. Yeah. Or maybe he is. No, this he probably was, fits into a big suit. He's a small yeah, guy in the body. Suit. That's a suit. So. Yeah, the engineer, the engineer was the bigger movie, anyway. Yeah, well, before the movie came out, I had thought, like, okay, you know, he can obviously he built a new body, or Shaw built a new body for him, or whatever. Uh, but the more I'm thinking about it, the less I agree with it because didn't the space jockey's chest? Uh, have like, was, weren't there like remains of a, a chest it, burst? Oh, or, yeah, you're right. It's debatable. It some people think it is. Or, some people but, doesn't. It, it, you know. Yeah. yeah, but I thought I originally thought maybe something like that, and they, they could they could fucking explain it away in dialogue akin to like Interstellar, where time works differently on that planet because like it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, they already retconned the Queen, so. Well, not exactly yet, but uh, as of right now, they have. They're, they're laying the groundwork for it. No, I I don't think it, based on what you've told me they didn't ret- retcon the queen yet. They they. I mean, here's the might. thing: the thing that, that everyone's complaining about about David being the one that created the aliens. If David didn't create the aliens, then we know that the engineers created the aliens anyway. So, or how about we don't really need make... to know who created the aliens? Yeah, why can't they just that? be like animals? That that point has been made clear. We in every movie, you don't really need to know where the the darkness comes from. But that's not what this movie was even really about, even though it does have him creating the alien. This movie is about, like, David literally becoming, like, the fucking devil himself. Yeah, like, it's, it's a mad scientist story. He's literally, like, someone that was created by man, and man was created by the gods, the engineers. So I, I can't say this movie's not flawed. Both this movie and Prometheus are totally fucking flawed movies with plenty of plot holes you can pick apart all fucking day. But it's David sci-fi is, Frankenstein. Yeah is a fucking, like, Luciferian character that resents his creator, which is the very first scene of the movie. Like, Great. Uh, and just like Lucifer, he wants to kill all of man because he doesn't think that they're worthy of the gods. And he actually ends up killing the fucking gods in this movie. So he's going a step further by actually destroying the gods. Well, now he can be on his own planet and be happy. And man, I wish man, you told, I wish me, told me all this before, before I did my YouTube. Oh my god, Jason's an android. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just David, I was just David there for a minute. That Jesus. was insane. You know, I feel like my robot voice comes on at the same time whenever we podcast. Yeah, it's always like around. It's usually the end when we have yeah. a full moon. <laughs> but what I was gonna say, Dan, I wish you would have told me all that before I made my YouTube review of it. <laughs> Yeah. What did, see, Jason, uh, like what did I tell you? Oh, well. I wanted to, to, to go last because there's a lot of, like, things to move. And then there's a whole other thing I'm not going to get into on the podcast, but there's a lot of, like, reasons why I think they went with the alien rather than stayed with Prometheus, and not because of fan feedback, but because of Giger dying. And they kind of wanted to honor that in a way because there's some weird stuff with Shaw and, like, the paintings of her and how Giger had depicted his ex-girlfriend who died and 
kept their skeleton, all kinds of weird shit. But mm. that's even deeper diving into the movie. But basically, like the idea is David is going to be the dark mirror of Ripley, where Ripley is all that's like good in the universe and able to defeat the xenomorph. David even is her clone. And wants to make the thing that's going to destroy everything in the universe because he doesn't have a regard for anything other than himself. And he just wants to be able to create, which is what his maker didn't want him to be able to do in the first place. So mm. these movies aren't about the aliens anymore, even though they're in it and they're explaining it. These movies are literally about David. Well, and just be called then, David. Yeah, Covenant. then I, I wish yeah. these just weren't alien movies then. It was just this android character who's playing the devil. Yeah, it sounds like you're talking about... It was going to be that, but then everyone fucking bitched and complained. Market research says... It wasn't Prometheus not supposed to be an alien movie anyway? Well, originally it was, and then it changed to not being one, and then at the very end they had to be like, okay, well, we need to connect it a little bit. Not even the end. They have engineers in the movie. Like Yeah. But it's clearly an integral it's part in the same universe, but it wasn't supposed to be an alien movie. And it wasn't even. Supposed I, don't, to be I don't I don't. This, this, this is this is OK. I wanted nothing to do with the alien anymore because he was so mad about what happened to it being taken from him in the first place. So he didn't what happened. To- what happened to film series being simple to understand? What happened to there being like four alien movies? And now we're talking about, well, the timeline of this one moved to here because David Marvel retcon this one. It's like, whoa. <laughs> This is actually really, don't move around as far is, as these go. So that no, they don't move. You're right. We're adding to the to the front, but it didn't it didn't change the timeline. But but what I'm saying is, this is the alien movies to me. At least the first one, first two are simple movies, and I feel like we've twisted a concept pretty far. Yep, and that's, that, that's why I don't like Alien Covenant. That's I'm not about. I mean, I just wish they would leave well enough alone and make. If Prometheus was supposed to be its own movie, a Covenant could have just been the sequel. What was this originally called? Alien Paradise Lost? Yeah, that was the original title for it. Yeah, I don't know. These movies have more in common with Blade Runner than they do with Alien. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's a good point. Uh Uh-oh. And Blade Runner 2 is coming out. All right, I think we've beaten this alien facehugger horse to death. Uh, any final thoughts on Alien Covenant before I close the show out? Anybody? So unnecessary. It's just we're 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 really beating a just dead horse. Too many vectors from the one person who hasn't seen the movie. Yeah. I, that's why I, didn't, that's why I won't say <laughs> I, it. I will say. I know we're just beating a dead horse here. All of the the dumb stuff and everything that everyone's pointed out, I still really enjoyed this movie, and I've always been an apologist for Prometheus anyway, so I always get a lot of shit for that, and I know <laughs> I get a lot of shit. Covenant, but that's fine because I still I'm not going to say it's better than the original movies. But honestly, if you're going to put this into the ranking of the movies, I'd say if you're not talking about the assembly cut of Alien Three, it's actually better than the theatrical version of Alien Three. Otherwise, it's definitely fourth best in the I, series. I think you're a little biased to be honest with you, because you're I mean, like you're big into the Alien series, even though you claim to be bigger in the Predator series. Um, no, no, there's no series with Predator. There's one movie. I I liked the Predator a lot more when I was younger, but eventually I realized how much cooler and just interesting the Xenomorph is than just someone who comes and hunts people. Like, yeah, but I feel so, like that they there's there is no alien movie you won't watch. You know what I mean? Oh no, I I can't stand either of the Alien vs Predator movies at all, and I don't have anything good to well, say I'm about them. I'm not counting those. <laughs> I think Resurrection's a total waste of time. So uh, that's not what it is either. Um, but. There's so much cool imagery in this movie, even if you're not watching for the story, 
again, it's another big sci-fi like epic with sweeping you know landscapes. The score is awesome because it brings in like classic Alien score. Like it yeah. actually has Jerry Goldsmith in there. Um, I mean, I will say so, it, it is impressive the the one shot that they do with David and Walter together when he shows them the flute. Yeah, uh, and he sucks that, his skin flute. And, and that stuff that they're talking about there is like really like beyond the scope of what Alien even is. It's great. Just f- focus on that. Don't focus yeah. on the aliens. Well, that that's, I mean, that's what should have been. But again, market research and all yeah. kinds of other vectors and what <laughs> vistas, you know, whatever goes on in there, like. But I don't have a problem with David being the one to create the alien, and I'm interested to see what kind of fucked up shit they're gonna have him doing this in the next one. Because this movie like has shades of Prometheus, shades of the first Alien, and then it has this horribly dark nihilistic streak straight out of Alien Three. Like the ending of this movie is the beginning of Alien Three. So whose humanoid baby are we getting in the next one? Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh my God, they're gonna bring Ripley back. I know it. Oh, they will. What? Ripley's gonna be a creation of David. I'm calling it now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He put some DNA he, into something, and then it's like the, the perfect, perfect human. But perfect we lost him. And the perfect human. And they go. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll see. All right, All everybody. Right. This has been another blah blah podcast episode. Next week we will conclude. No, we're not concluding the tournament. But uh, no. Next week. We'll, yeah, my bad. Next what? week will be another. Um. Uh, Arnold episode tournament. I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89. Follow this podcast, blah blah pod one, on Twitter. Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to us, blah blah podcast, for all your Arnold updates, plus regular episodes and sports episodes when they come out. All that good stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for anyone here who's going to say any shit about my sister, you can all fuck yourself. Good night, everybody. I don't even think you have a sister. Well, I don't get a plug? No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Oh, you know what you have to do. No! <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at the underscore Brack Show. And also, I'd like to plug uh, a, a Twitter parody account that I just recently discovered. It's called at Trump Peaks Fan, which is basically a parody account of Donald Trump tweeting about Twin Peaks. That's <laughs> really fun. <laughs> It's some of the best stuff you'll see all day. I like that. Okay. I don't think anyone has anything else to say, right? Dan, do you have anything to plug? No! (laughs) Sean, close it out. Good night, everybody. How about you, Evan? You got anything to plug? Oh, I'm... No, I got nothing. Uh, Mike, you you you, no, you surely Mike, must Mike, want to plug something. You, you didn't get to plug anything last week, so you got to let Mike talk, right? He got cut off last week. Mike, go fair. plug yourself. Uh, well. Do you want to plug your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> sure, MF Dowling or M. No, wait, no, that's not Twitter. Uh, MF Dowling on Instagram, Mike underscore Dowling on Twitter. Motherfucker yeah. Dowling. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. No, no. Soon it'll be Jason's sister. Fucking. Oh now. fuck you! <laughs> yeah. You know she's got a she's got a boy. My sister's got a boyfriend now, and that man is very tall. Is so. Same Mike. No. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I met him in the me, mirror. Let me let me rephrase that. He's a he's a very attractive man. So there's no way it's Mike. Uh, yeah. that, that, that that's not nice, Jason. Yeah, I don't you, care. Jason. Neither is Mike. <laughs> All right. Anyway, good night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Keep an eye out for more episodes later. Good night. Hasta la vista, baby.